That'll, that'll do. do, pig. That'll do, pig. All right. Okay. Uh, you're listening to the dollop. This is a what? Then let's we'll cut it out in post. I don't think so. Talk to the I editor. People to know what you're like. Talk to the editor. You listen to the dollop. This is a biweekly American history podcast. Each week, I read a story to a very rude man. Uh, my name is Dave Anthony, and the rude man's name is <laughs> it's, uh, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about, which I don't even know if that connects. Or, or, or cares to be slightly professional. I'm being very professional. I'm You're in a tuxedo. petting a cat and coughing in inappropriate times. I am. This is he. First of all, he's a majestical beast. This may as well be a furry unicorn. He's a furicorn. So you you pet him when he's in your orbit. And uh, secondly, I'd like to be who I am. I like me. My wife likes me. You're not married. My kids like me. No, that's a that's the speech from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I don't care. John Candy. Can't you can't you can't get out of this that way. Okay. <laughs> God, you want to listen to this? I'll do one bottle. People say this is funny. Not Gary Gara. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. (laughs) May 11th, (laughs) A.E. 1811. A11. I barely held it together. <laughs> it's not a cockney. A11. I actually, I met, I met, I met uh, a, someone who speaks, speaks cockney. Sure. Well, it's an accent. They speak English. 1811. I'd never met a person who speaks cockney before. Yeah, they're real. No, but it's a cool, I like to hear all accents. Yeah. Get a taste of the, the flavor. Well, there's YouTube. You know, I mean, you, you don't need to, it, you know, it doesn't, I mean, I'm, look, I don't want to, anyway, May, May 11th, 1811. But again, you know, if you're really enticed by these accents, you can hear them. You don't have to wait for someone to walk through your door, is all I'm saying. Anyway, May 11th, A11. I didn't know there was going to be assault. A11, mate! Twin boys were born on a fishing boat in a Thai village near Bangkok. Wow. All right. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, that's what happens if you bang cock. You get that's two babies out of it. About, what? Huh? Back then, Thailand was known as the Kingdom of Siam. Why they changed it, we don't know. The twins were connected by a band of flesh just below one side of their rib cages. See, now you didn't reveal that, and I'm also now, uh, yeah, it already, it already is you worrying me. Together? Already, well, yeah, I'm putting it together as much as the flesh between those two boys. Uh... They're uh, Chinese parents, so they were... Thai with Chinese parents. They were Chinese parents who lived in Thailand. Okay. Uh, named the boys uh, Chun and In. Ch- okay, Chun and In. Which meant left and right. Mm. So they were keeping it really super Family literal. names? <laughs> super literal. We're naming him after Uncle Left and Grandpa Right. Well, they're connected, so that one we'll call Left and that one Right. But wait, what should about- it be their left or our left? Oh, God. Oh, boy. Of course, the villagers uh, saw two twins being connected as a bad omen. Obviously. It's 1811. Village midwives would not touch the twins because they thought they would be cursed if they did. Isn't that just such an easy thing to figure out? Whether or not you're cursed by touching the babies? Yeah, whether or not, like, if you touch the Siamese twins that you are cursed. Did you call them Siamese twins? Well, twins. Conjoined twins. Sorry. 
Is that a horrible term? No. Okay. Yeah, we, they're from Siam. Oh, okay. See? Wait a minute. You are. I are these the were, Wright brothers? I thought you were putting of, stuff together, but you're not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, you're the foolish one here. Some <laughs> you're the, thinking I got it. <laughs> some in the village wanted to put them to death. Sure. <laughs> Why can't you just kill left and keep right? That's a good. Saw them off. Uh, others decided it would be a good idea to separate them. They came up with ideas like suspending them over a wire that would slowly cut through the connective area. What were some of the bad ideas? I don't know. I didn't, were I there any? Find, I'm sure there were horrible. All right. Ones. Well, jump to the wire cutting ceremony. A hatchet or using... Uh, uh, lo- uh, how about if a couple dogs chew them apart? What about uh, crows? Let's put carrots on sticks, attach them to their heads, and get them to run in opposite directions real fast. That's actually what they did. Um, <laughs> Well, their, Ow! Mother, their mother protected the boys and hid them away. And the twins learned to function and prospered. As young boys, they learned to run, play, and swim together and were just as nimble as other children. Well. Yeah. Well. You can be nimble with, with another Just guy. as nimble? Just as. Just as nimble. Why wouldn't they be? If you're fucking hustling, too, you got four too, legs, you're but probably faster. There's so much instinct. In what we do, sure. So you ha- you share a brain with some, or you you They're have a separate a brain. brain and share a body. It feels like. But I think that they instinctively would be doing the same thing. Really? Yeah. Even with separate brains? You betcha. It's like Laverne and Shirley at the beginning. It's exactly like Laverne and Shirley. Being so active helped stretched stretch their connecting ligament. Right. So they're stretching it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they're they're conjoined by taffy. Uh, it's like a, it's like, it's a lat, yeah, it's elastic It's like what you find in your underpants. All right. Um, I want to move on. <laughs> because the twins were such a rarity, they became rather famous and eventually came to the attention of the Thai king, Rama the Third. Uh-huh. The king liked the boys so much, he made them his personal diplomats and took them on his trips as representatives of goodwill. Okay. That's that's great. As a show of faith, these boys are t- connected. Yeah. So the ang- I mean, is the the angle there? I guess is a little bit like uh, it's just kind of r- rare. Yeah, I think and so. Here seems are, like here are our rare connected boys. As you can see, when I hire a worker, he's got two heads. Yeah. Stick with me. When the boys uh, were eight years old, meet left and right. I don't know if it's our right or their right. Nobody knows. Just look at the taffy in between them, and that's the good place to focus on. It's a very sore point. Don't bring it up. Yeah. Uh, So when they're eight years old, a cholera epidemic hit Thailand. Uh Uh-oh. Their family was not spared. Their father and five of their brothers and sisters died. Wow. So just... Pretty... Hit pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Now the twins had to become the main breadwinners for the family. Okay, there's still family left. Yeah, but I think they're the oldest or something. Okay, I right, I right. don't really care enough to do that. Sure, 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 sure. To do this, they went back, uh, they, sorry, they went into the duck and duck egg trade. Uh-huh, okay. Village people would come out uh, to the riverbanks to watch them trading up and down the river. Okay, okay, so, okay. So they're, they're trading ducks and duck egg. They're getting in the duck and egg game. Sure, which is a big game. I'm sure it's, it's huge. Right. Okay. Didn't realize there was such a boom. Oh, it was gi- a giant thing right. back then. Had, the, okay. 18, uh, 20s, you're talking tons of eggs. Oh, right. The duck era. 
This went on for a few years. Then, when they were 13, a Scottish trader named Robert Hunter saw Chun an inn. Hello. His eyes just turned to dollar signs. <laughs> Jack Bloody Pot. <laughs> Do mine eyes deceive me? <laughs> or is that boy twice? Hunter sold imported goods in Thailand like European fabric, Western medicines, and weapons. And he was trusted by the Siamese government and was allowed for uh, allowed to move freely more than like a normal foreigner would be. So he was fishing on a boat in 1824 when he saw the boys. Quote, they were naked from the hips upward, were very thin in their persons. They were naked from the hips upward? Yeah. So that's the weirdest way to call someone shirtless. That it, I mean, you know, it's a That longer, makes it sound so pervy. It's a longer version. They were, I was one pair of pants away from seeing their dicks. <laughs> it's like, their pants. They, they had no shirts on. It was dusk and a bit dark. Hunter thought he was looking at a strange animal with two heads. Oh, bloody hell. Kill it! Then he realized they were conjoined twins. I got nothing. Capture it. Yeah. Put it in a box! Right. Hunter tried to talk the king and the boy's mother into letting the boys tour in exhibitions in the United States and Europe, telling them there was lots of money to be made in the booming market of oriental curiosities. Oh, that is just, you do not. There's so many you know, freakish, look, here's, freakish Asians about. Here, here's the deal. Anytime a white man comes to your area and talks about big upside with like some grandiose yeah. scheme where you can't really like check him. Probably say no. Yeah, I based on the dollop, I would avoid anytime. That. It's like locked. It's like every locked up abroad episode. It really just is. just like anytime a white guy comes in with like a crazy idea. Don't that's show where. It. Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. But the king ended up denying the request. Can they sing? Can they dance at anything like that? Which one could juggle? Oi, left! That's about punching each other. That's it, right. Great show. Unbelievable. But just beautiful. Left. The hell's your problem? Right's making you look unbelievable out there. You look like you don't know what you're doing. Right, stealing the spotlight. Literally, it's not big enough for both bodies. Hunter was uh, persistent and continued trying. Five years passed. That's when Hunter teamed up with American Abel Coffin. Here's another thing. If Abel a, Coffin? If there's a guy okay. named Abel Coffin, okay. don't do anything he says. Let's just change these few red flags into the Chinese flag at this point. It's that it's the red flaggiest of red flags. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we should let the boys go, but then Abel Coffin showed up. Jimmy Deadbox is here. Yeah, and his wife, for sure they'll die. Uh, So, Coffin was a veteran mariner and trader who was interested in curiosities. He had made trips to see white elephants tied up in stalls, as well as the royal family of Laos that was chained. They had been captured and chained by their legs and arms. So, I guess in the kingdom of Siam, they had captured the Laotian royalty. And, they just and that's a curiosity? And they just had him chained up somewhere. Like, and that, wait, and that is, uh, sorry, and he is, he is touring that? Yeah, well, he know when to go see it. He's oh, like, okay. oh, that's interesting. But he, like, wanted to tour it. Hey, where are your tied up royal? Sorry, but is, chained. Is, is there not, is that not curious when a key undoes the ailment? I mean, it's not, it's not a, a 
typical curiosity in the sense that they were born that way. But it is curious to see super rich royal people chained up. I mean, if you could go see the 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 British royals chained up, would you? Of course. Of co- Dave, Dave, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll like get a tent. Please free me. <laughs> Charles wants to get out of here. Please, I'll do anything. Let me out of here. <laughs> Grab his ears. Don't shoot at his ears. Don't Pull his, his ears. ears. <laughs> He's getting mad. If I ever get out of this cage. <laughs> what an idiot. All right, let's go to the souvenir store. Um, so they're just on display, the king and his kids. Okay. Hunter shooed Coffin, uh, showed Coffin the twins, and Coffin's mind exploded. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> he knew these two joined boys could make tons of money because white people love to look at shit like that. Uh-huh. Coffin and Hunter together pushed the... Coffin and Hunter. I mean, it just... It, it's, they're not, it's, it's not a great... It's like, if you call them Hunter and Coffin, I mean, there's a chronology to them. It's a bad omen. Yeah. Uh... So they, they pushed the king to allow the boys to leave, and they promised that the boys would be away for just a few years, and their mother would be paid $3,000, which I assume was a shitload of money about Hopefully. It. it worked. So, in 1829... A few years is quite a while, too. Yeah. When the boys turned 18, they set sail on Coffin's ship for Massachusetts. Okay. Their mom was only paid $500. <laughs> oh, wait. What? Already. She didn't get Already, it up front. They're fucking. How do you not get? How do you not close that deal? If they're probably like, no, we're gonna get it off the. No, no, no! Drop the money, then I let the boys loose. No, the boys uh, let the boys. No, no, no! Look, I sold twins before. <laughs> not joined ones. What? Hey, I'm not an idiot. You drop the money, I let the boys go. How do I know they can get on the boat? All right, boys, test getting on the boat, and then I'm gonna. Oh, god damn it! Here's five hundred. Shit. Uh, the boys enjoyed the ship, running and jumping and showing off their agility to the crew. One brother sometimes climbed the ship's mast. Quote, no, 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 both. One brother sometimes climbed the ship's mast. Quote, the other following as well as he could without complaining. <laughs> Honestly makes it even more of a feat. Because he only has, the one guy only has one arm. <laughs> wow. No, no, he has two arms. They have two arms. They both have two arms. Yeah. Okay. They have two arms. Okay. They're just joined by like flesh in between. So they're two like they have four legs. Yep. The, two, guy, the whole okay. deal. Okay. See, I was kind of picturing. Uh, yeah, you know, they okay. share some organs, I think. And well, who doesn't? It. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it was sh- the 1800s. I shared an organ with yeah. You yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, wait. They arrived that? in Boston in 1829. I'm sure those the people were very, very ready oh, to accept Boston. them with open arms. Love this kind is of this about? Is this the story of when someone invented batteries to throw? <laughs> That's when they get to Philadelphia. They were in an alien land with only a rough grasp of language. For the first few months, they had an interpreter. Chun and In had their names changed to Chang and Ing. Okay. Or simply Chang Ing. Okay. Chang was on the left. Ing was on the right. Sure. They, but we still don't know. Doesn't Our left, their left. It really yeah. doesn't matter. Sta- stage left or... Yeah. They were introduced to the American public by Hunter and Coffin on August 17th, 1829, under the banners of the double Siamese boys Hmm. and the monster. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't teach them English. No, don't teach them English. Don't let them know what these signs say. The monster? Father, can we see the monster? 
Bears. Hunter is uh, not heard. It's from. so terrible. Yeah. For especially like the, the, the again, don't take the deal. Don't take the deal. I've got great news. A boat trip away. Nope. Nope. Uh, so Hunter was. That's it for him. We don't hear from him again. He's just off. Probably went back to Asia, you know, back to his deal there. Yeah, he was Um, finding other curiosities. They brought on a new manager, James Hale, and uh, who claimed he came up with the term Siamese twins. Okay, which is you know for very long time was what we called people conjoined. Yes. Now we don't. Right. Now we call them togethers. Mm. He said it would attract more attention than calling them Chinese. Okay, right, because Chinese is so well known. Well, Chinese were thought of oh. uh, as a, <laughs> as a, a higher higher in status than Siamese. Okay, because they were lighter in color and taller, whereas the Siamese were shorter and darker. And based on how things went in the eighteen twenties, that's how you determine. What I'm honestly was. shocked that that somebody put that much that. That somebody would allow uh, even a tear to racism. That's uh, interesting. Chang and Eng were shown... We only kind of hate them. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. Not like these Siamese monsters. Chang and Eng were shown in hotel parlors and concert halls from Vermont to Louisiana and back again, always performing for packed crowds. What are they doing? Well... Uh, they're billed as the eighth wonder of the world. Okay. Admission is 25 cents. But Seventh could, and eighth. Could go as high as 50 cents, depending on demand. Okay. Which is actually a pretty fucking sum for so back then. Nice markets. Uh, at first, the twins just stood on stage, showing how they walked and ran and answered and answered questions from the audience. Okay. People would be like, Let, let's see you walk. All right. How about now quicken up the pace? Okay. What's your favorite color? Red. These guys are great. Hey. But they quickly became bored of this and soon were amazing audiences with somersaults and backflips. Whoa, all righty. Told you they were fucking agile. Yeah. You didn't okay. believe it. Let's <laughs> see you do a backflip. I didn't realize that I, I was picturing t- uh, two arms between them and two legs between them, okay? Mm-hmm. Much different. They even swam. Sometimes they would ask the biggest audience member to come up on stage, and then they would lift him up onto their shoulders. Oh, my God. The act became slick, and soon they were international sensations and drew hundreds of thousands of paying customers to see them performing acrobatics, play chess, and answer questions. Okay, play chess. What'd you do yesterday? Went down and saw these connected guys playing chess? Playing chess. I guess I guess against each other. Yeah, it has to be, which has to be well, you got to keep staging in mind. Yeah. Too. Upstage the conjoined part. We're, I'm a stage manager. Gotcha. On weekends. Some claim the twins were a fraud, so Coffin paid doctors uh, to examine and validate the connective tissue between the boys. And this was a continuing process. In every new town they visited, they would get a medical inspection in front of a large audience. Wow. It's great. Yeah, normal. That's just good. Yeah. Fine. Doctors revealed the brothers were joined by a five-inch long, three-inch wide, and two-inch thick piece of connecting tissue, which was tough like cartilage. Some described it as gristle. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that guy had a bite. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a guy who, like, hasn't eaten in a while. I mean, let me get down here yeah. and see. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did I mention I'm not a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) 
Its shape resembled an hourglass or a hand. Oh, so they had the hourglass figure. It's weird. Often you wouldn't say, is that an hourglass or a hand? What is that, an hourglass or an actual hand? Those are two completely different shaped things. Hey, also, what's an hourglass? And where am I? (laughs) An hourglass or a hand? You know, it was either an hourglass or a car. Was either shaped like a shoe or a tree? I don't know, (laughs) yeah. Um, So it connected them from the bottom of their breastplate to their stomach. Okay. So that's not... A tremendous amount. No. Well, and um, it's, uh, I mean, it's long and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, their torso, middle of their torso. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Their natural position was f- uh, uh, was to face each other, but over time and due to their active lives, the connected tissue became elastic and they could now mm. uh, sleep, walk, etc., side by side. Uh, uh, so when they were first born, they were looking at each other, and right. then over time, they, they peeled that shit apart. Right. I'm worried that they're growing apart. Ugh, so I am sad. the road. You know? What if they? What if they end up? Uh, it feels like there's more distance between them than there was at the beginning of the Thank story. You. you know what I mean? The band was loosest when they uh, faced each other, right? So when they're okay. Really so we're just all gonna have to get very comfortable now with this kind of uh, rubber bandy piece of flesh and yeah. what it's doing and it's jostling and as, it's grizzly. As comfortable as they were. Okay. Uh, one doctor tested their connecting tissue with needles to find out how sensitive it was. Oh, cool. That's always a good thing to start with. I'm going to go ahead and jab you now to see if you can feel it. Maybe poke? Oh! Uh, he found that, quote, both boys drew away from punctures at the middle of the band, whereas an inch and a half or more from the center, only the twin on that <sighs> side felt Wow, okay. And so now... If I get closer to this twin, it hurts him. Ow! But if I go closer to this one, it hurts him. Ow! But I do it right in the middle. They both hurt. Ow and ow! I am studying them. <laughs> now, again, to be clear, left one. Ow! Right one. Ow, 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 ow! Middle. Ow! The doctor also found that, quote, when one experienced a sour taste, the other did as well. I don't believe that for a second. Also, what fun they're having. Here, eat another lemon while we poke you with needles. What do you think, Left? <laughs> I think you're a dick. <laughs> another experiment was tickling one twin without the other's knowledge. <laughs> that's very, you know, you gotta... Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's hard. That's a like, no, hey, look away. Hey, 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 shh, don't tell your brother. Okay. Do not tell your brother. Okay. But, um... <laughs> You know when we were talking about putting needles in you before, eat, and we made you eat lemons. Now we're gonna tickle. Shh, shh, uh, he's looking over. He's looking over. Shh, 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 okay. Shh, 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 shh. Are you a doctor or a guy who jerks off to this kind of stuff? Shh, shh, shh. I'm not a doctor. Have you seen now, the movie Tickled? Yeah, yeah, love it. Really? They, these, they, there's a podcast that does commentary on it. Dude, let me finish what I was saying. Okay. He, I'm gonna. I'm iTunes. going. Yeah. It's on iTunes. Later. I'm out of here. <laughs> Take my needles. Uh, so this caused the other one to angrily demand that the tickling stop. Stop so, it! So you'd tickle one and the other one would be like, knock it off! Was Were they both ticklish or was it like the other one was only ticklish? I, I don't know. Okay. It just sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. In another experiment, strong pressure was applied to the band, which caused the twins to faint. What the hell? So that that's is, like a fucking Star Trek trick. It's terrible. Spock walks up and squeezes their. Well, it's a little. It's a little. No, it's a little easier to understand why they passed out from this one. This isn't finding a pressure point. This is like, oh look, tremendous pain affects them, like all people. <laughs> Interesting. 
I mean, making them hurt so bad they pass out? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's experiments. Sure. And then there was the best test ever. Oh, One boy. was given ex- asparagus to eat. And then they waited a while and finally discovered that only the one who ate asparagus had smelly pee. So that we've just known that asparagus makes your pee smell forever. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Each twin had a weak eye, Chang's left eye and Aang's right eye. So their outer eye was both weak. Okay. um, Both of them. They did not have any interest in discussing being separated. The subject was sensitive, almost taboo, and an angry Chang allegedly tried to kick a Philadelphia doctor named Thomas Harris, who suggested he could possibly do the surgery. Why? Why? Why what? Why separate them? Why? Because you can. But they they are adverse. They're against it. Yeah, but you can do it. But they they have wishes and human will. Right. But it's a thing that can... uh, It doesn't matter if it can, Right. right? But they're together and you can cut them apart. Right. But like a doctor could say, you know, so are nipples together, right? Well... But... Okay, let me if he came over and said that he was going to do that because he could, I feel like we'd both push back, or at least I hope we would. So does a cake want to be whole? Does a what? A cake. Uh, are you? Are we arguing about a cake's feelings? Does a cake want to be whole? I think we should just. I think we should just stop. I mean, I. No. Right. So okay, we're, we're so we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they also shared one long Audi belly button. Wait, wait. Extraordinarily long. Wait, so they had like a little tube? It was, a, tube? It was really a, a creepily long... They had like a... Yeah, they had a huge... Connective dick. Audi. They had like a connective tummy dick. Well, it doesn't have to be a tummy dick. I don't think that's the technical term. It's still... Yeah, well, let's talk to some of the doctors in this story. The medical reports helped counter accusations of fraud and lent credibility to the shows whose posters now included the medical reports. Newspaper articles that were written about the examinations also made for good publicity. So it's all picking up. But... It's all happening. But why... But they... But them. them. Don't worry about it. Mm. The twins were short, about five foot tall. Aang was an inch taller. They were charming and handsome, with side-parted hair and dark eyes. They shared common tastes, habits, and opinions to the point that it was strange. Both like yeah, No, it isn't. It's a little strange. No, oh, wait. Isn't. This guy's always been there. Yeah. We both love milk and hiking and sleeping and watching the same shows and going to the bathroom with your brother and showering <laughs> at the same time and all the stuff that everyone likes. Uh, they both liked fine clothes, books, and theater. Chang was friendly, outgoing, but had a bit of a temper. <laughs> uh, also, Chang liked to drink. He would get changry. Very changry. He liked to drink. Uh, unfortunately, the liquor did not. Uh, fortunately, the liquor did not affect Aang uh, because they did not share a circulatory system. Well, I mean, you know, honestly, and I don't. E- I mean, not to make too much light, but comedically, you win either way. Yeah. Either they both get drunk over one's actions, yeah. the other gets drunk over one's actions, or the one who doesn't drink has a like wasted shit house brother attached to him. He's like, that's, oh god. That's the that's the best scenario. I I kind of like the one where you get to get your 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 brother drunk by drinking and you feel fine. I don't know. Fun I, for prank week. I like the idea of, but I think the movie's name is Connected Shit House Brother. Right. Right. And he's just always there plowed. Right. Right. You're like, oh, fuck. He's saying shit. Yeah. I'm I'm moving out. You can't move out. I am. I'm sick of this. 
I'm taking my half of the belly button and I'm getting out of here. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I can't leave you. I love you too much. I love you, brother. Let's hug. Oh, we are always <laughs> hugging. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm your brother. Oh, right. Now, Aang was quiet, withdrawn, and a teetotaler who had more intellectual interests. A teetotaler? Yeah. You know what that means? He liked tea? He doesn't drink. Okay. Uh, even with all their differences, the twins amazed audiences with the synchronicity of their relationship. They were both equally skilled at chess. I love that. Yeah. I love they, that. that they had really competitive matches at chess. Just think of one was always beating the other one. Yeah. Like, Damn it. You can't fucking walk away. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. You won. Uh, one observer noted that one twin, quote, playfully leans against his mate for support, or the one pats the cheek or presses the forehead or adjusts the shirt collar of the other in such a way as betrays their kindliest feelings in each and the tenderest affection for each other. So I think it's almost like you would brush your hair, you would like rub your yeah, hair. Yeah, or no, but you take care of your, you know, your, it's like if your collars, you know, that's like what brothers are. Finally. I mean, if you literally never spend a moment apart from your brother, you would constantly right. be like, this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Got your back, brother. Literally, I got your back. Listen, it's right actually, here, connected by this belly button almost. We have the same back. Got your back. Chang being, uh, Chang was uh, the more dominant twin. Some people thought they were telepathic because the two rarely were heard talking to one another. One doctor reported, quote, there can be no doubt of a communication of some sort between the two boys through the internal part of this ligament. Wait, so he thinks they it's like some sort of... Together so much, they learned... Yeah. If someone was next to you all the time, you would know everything they were going to fucking say in every minute. They're mailing thoughts between their skin tube. There could be a, no other explanation. Yes. As, right here is where a lot of their shared ideas are going on. While we're standing up here and they're saying nothing, they could very well be having an argument through this fleshy part of skin. Their argue tube. Yes, I'm a doctor. Yes. Well. Well. I'm also a gardener. Yes. More gardening. Anyway, I'm a Not even much of a gardener, if I'm going to be honest. Kind of a drifter. I live under the docks. So. I collect pee. Thank you. The oddities, uh, like, uh, as oddities like this were the rage in the early 1800s, Chang and Ng became two of the most famous personalities in America. Newspapers followed their lives and asked questions. For example, some of the questions. How can we hurt them? What if one converted to Christianity, but the other Buddhism? Wow, yeah. <laughs> Imagine being at that dinner table. What would happen if one twin were indicted for a crime, but the other was innocent? Okay, well... Well, then you just very put dark. one in a cell. Very, yeah. You build the, a cell around them, and yeah. then the other one's free. You just spend the rest of their lives making them have ten foot of sort of bungee flesh between them, so one can be in the jail and the other can be in the yard shooting hoops or something. There you go. Let's see, there's answers for everything. Mm-hmm. One newspaper story stated that Chang interfered in one of Aang's female pursuits... And that, quote, the brothers would have engaged in a duel, but the parties could not agree on a distance. Now, this is obviously horseshit, but, but many were taking the opportunity to mock their situation. What was the lady's situation? We'll get there. Oh, boy. The twins helped to confirm the white man's prevailing ideas of racial superiority at the time. They 
sorry, they perpetuated that further. Well, they, the white they helped confirm the white man. It, right, because it, they're like, look, they're weak. <laughs> no, no white man would be connected in the middle. Yes, never. What most disturbed people was the twins' sex lives. Oh, boy. Wow, that's right on time. Get it out. The idea of the twins having sex with women disturbed 19th century sensibilities. Oh, boy. Some were concerned about the impact the twins' conjoinedness would have on women of childbearing age. So, uh, now that's just, not even what you think. Oh boy! When a woman in Kentucky gave birth to stillborn conjoined twin girls, that's what I was going to say. She said, "Quote." She had seen numerous representations of the twins in newspaper advertisements around the time she conceived her children, which affected her imagination. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. Whoa. So if you're pregnant and you see these guys, your eyeballs can make your babies get together and then come out dead. So this lady thought her womb was a 3D printer? Basically, yeah. Oh, my God. And it sort of is if you think about it that way. I would rather not. Well, you know... I just wish I'd been thinking about a beautiful baby boy instead. Oh, why wasn't I thinking about a giraffe? I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking about money. People are great. Great. One paper wrote that if the twin girls had lived, they, quote, might have been given in marriage to the boys of Siam and thus become the mothers of a new race of quadrupeds. <laughs> oh, my God. Who, uh, at some point, you have to, like, theorizing has to stop you know what someone's got to ask the philosophical questions oh my god (laughs) but how do you explain the race of quadrupeds that we now have yeah no true true it's a good thing we started that breed thank you yeah that was smart of us most of the world dismissed the idea that the twins could have sex uh, (laughs) as a joke they can't even have sex how could they they have two penises (laughs) And, uh... Hold on. Wait a minute. Regular balls. Wait a minute. I'm thinking of a movie. (laughs) Yes, I'm making a movie in my head. Yes? I'll be in the bar. Oh, God. Anyone else? After several months in America, Chang and Ng went to England in 1830. They were exhibited in famous theaters and met members of the royal family. They're charmed. We saw guys like you chained up in in, <laughs> in another country. Mm, they were like you, king, but mm. uh, chained. Mm. This is the queen. <laughs> Chain her up. Hello. Everything's normal. Hello. Chains. Chang and Ng were once again uh, subjected to numerous medical examinations to determine the true nature of their connection and the feasibility of surgical separation, which was called impossible. While in England, Chang and Ng learned a badminton-like game called Battledore mm-hmm. and Shuttlecock, <laughs> mm-hmm. which they added to their act. Sure. Oh, okay. Now, I would like to see conjoined twins playing badminton against each other. Yeah, that uh, sounds <laughs> uh, like an uh, interesting undertaking for the net industry. Thank you. Yeah. Because um, you could just stop your opponent from going to get the Shuttlecock. Yeah, I mean, that's one way. You just don't let them move. I just think that's against the rules, though. You have, you have, to, you have to help your conjoined brother. Right. You know the rules. It says here plainly. Um, uh, but when it was announced that the Siamese twins were planning to come to France in 1831, oh boy. the French government denied them. 
What? Saying that such an exhibit, quote, might deprave the minds of children and cause deformities in unborn children. Okay, so now we're just on the level that thoughts control matter. Yeah, and we're very comfortable with that. And this has never happened before. But now because of the introduction of these conjoined twins, yeah. everyone's going to be thinking about them, you know, right. So like you shouldn't think of the plague or measles either because that's that one's No. It's oh, only, no, different. It's different. All, it only works with con, conjoined twins. Oh, uh, OK. A, I didn't realize it's not that. some crazy. No. Magic. Right, right, right. Talk about science. Right, 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 right. OK. Well, that's good. Everything seems fine. Try reading a book. Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay, but who cares about France? They were a hit. Hundreds of thousands of people paid to see them on the European tour. Their managers made tons of money, but not so much for the twins. Really? Shocked. And they started to get angry. The tour pace was pushing them to exhaustion as they were on stage for four hours a day every day. They're pulling the Springsteen. Yeah, they're fucking... But, I mean, the clothes are so great, and it's an hour. Right. It's when they um, can't get apart. Yeah. Born connected, I was. They toured constantly with little rest and in poor conditions. They were even exhibited when they should have been in a hospital. Uh, The boat ride to England was the beginning of their rage. (laughs) On the month-long steamboat trip, Chang and Eng were put in steerage class along with the passengers' servants and ship's crew. This was in the lower deck, usually converted cargo holds. People were cramped, slept in bunks, were served poor food, and had little privacy and toilet access. I just don't even get, like, uh, even if you buy into this being okay to do, this just makes no sense. Yeah, because you want As a business, healthy. yeah, you, wish, you should, like, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. even if you're ripping them off, be like, hey, look at this, huh? What do you guys want to eat? Anything you want. Think of how Mike the Chicken lived. Right. This is very Mike the Chicken issue. I mean, in an awful way, and, it's like take care of your product. If so, even when you make that leap of them not being humans to these people, you're mm-hmm. still like, why are you? Why would you put them in peril? Right. I mean, there's any advice we can give people. It's that if you have slave uh, conjoined people or a headless chicken, treat them well. Treat them well. Although Mike the Chicken was treated well. They, great. He was treated he great. He just got drunk one night and put a, a big uh, big piece of corn in the throat. I didn't even know he was drunk. Uh, yeah, he was drunk that night. Oh, that's interesting. Meanwhile, uh, while they were down in the lower parts of the ship, uh, Coffin booked first-class tickets for himself, his wife Susan, and the manager, Hale. Sure. All the important people. I mean. When they had first begun touring America, Chang and Ng were only given $10 a month plus expenses. Okay. Eventually, it was increased to $50 a month, which was still shit since receipts averaged $1,000 a month. Wow. Not even 10%. Wow. So, in 1831, they wrote to Susan Coffin, who was in charge because Abel uh, had gone back to Asia on business. The twins asked for an extra $3 in expenses per month to maintain a horse and cart, ending their letter, quote, I should like very much to have an immediate answer to this. And they got one. Susan Coffin said no, which really pissed them off. They wanted $3. $3. $3. Three more dollars. $3 out of 1000 And And you're not even doing anything. Nothing. You're just well, literally just taking all the money. Booking the shows. <laughs> sure. But the shows book themselves. The shows do book themselves, okay. but you're booking the shows. All right. You're putting together the 
posters. Get in the green room nice for them. Get in the green room nice, you know. Nice for yourself. Obviously, they'll be in some sort of caged pen. Like a salami plate. Uh Uh-huh. When um, they came back from London in March 1831, their English was much, much better, and they now had an understanding of class. Okay. So they'd seen how it all works over there in England. Right. Uh, their posters began to target more respectable people, emphasizing a chance to learn about human nature and natural science instead of just... The- Come flick nickels at weirdos! <laughs> well, no, they were moving away from that. Yeah, that's nice. Instead of the the creepy joy of staring at weirdos before, yeah. now yeah. it was like, oh, it's a science! You know, we're trying to cut out the strangers putting needles inside us. Yeah, we don't want the guys who come and throw coins at us yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. When they first uh, came to the States, the twins were dressed in oriental outfits and performed physical acts. But now Ching and Aang sat on stage in suits and ties and answered questions and made clever word plays. Okay. So now they're like a fucking joined Gallagher. <clears throat> They've you know? reinvented themselves, yeah. They love logic and arguing a point. It's kind of like when a YouTuber needs to come up with a stand-up act. I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> well, they still get booked in clubs. <laughs> They loved logic and arguing a point, but would not pass up the chance to use violence if that failed. Wow. When they were exhibiting uh, in a hotel parlor in, in Alabama, a doctor... Can Already con- just doesn't sound good. No, it's not good at all. A doctor kept asking to examine their connective band. Hey, I don't mean to creep y'all out, but can I take a look at that <clears throat> band between y'all again? Excuse me, I'm a doctor. May I, may I go ahead and touch that part of you? Excuse me, you, yeah, guys, I don't mean to keep uh, beating a dead horse, uh, but uh, I would love to just be able to play with that flubber between y'all. Just get on in there. You know, mind if I punch it a little? You know, when the world's I'm tiny, a doctor. When the world's tiniest man came through, he let me touch his beehole. Yeah, anything. You know what I mean? This is Whenever Alabama. Whatever I to touch, I could touch. Anywhere I wanted. Go ahead and let me rub the, uh, the middle part there. Let me just put a bunch of iodine on it and see what happens. Yeah, hey, you know what? Let's rub some pickle juice on there. How about this? I get drunk and try to run through it like it's a finish line. Boom, doctor. The twins refused, explaining they hadn't been examined for two years and that the doctor could look at them the same way everyone else in the hotel would be allowed to. Part of the exhibit was many medical reports that had been made over the years, and they, he, they just told the doctor he could look at those. Sure. But the doctor was livid. <laughs> I am a doctor! I can touch whatever person I want! I'm very offended. Plus, uh, the word doctor has no meaning now, really. I went to Yard University. The doctor got out of his seat and headed toward the twins. Oh, boy. Saying, quote, you're all a set of imposters and pickpockets. What? So this is bigger than this moment for I him. Mean, the pick- this is the guy who's lost his mind and goes to work. The pickpocket thing, really out of nowhere. What is he saying? Well, what is he talking about? Well, imposters, right? Fraud, right? They're committing fraud. But why? Pickpocket. Why are they committing? Fraud? Oh, he because so he's, he's still working joined. the angle that they're not going to join. Okay, join. That's I thought he just wanted to have a gander at the thing, and maybe he and I might have invented that through our character. Maybe he assumes that w- one of the angles of being conjoined, of pretending they're joined, is that they're going to use that to pick pockets. They stash gold inside of that tube. You cut him open, it's like hitting a pinata. As he rushed forward, the twins asked him... We'll see who's vindicated when money falls out of them. Okay, doctor. Thank you for respecting my degree. Sure, it's not a degree. Yep. You just got Johnny Earl to put that on there. In crayon. Fair enough. Thank you. 
The twins asked the doctor repeat, to repeat himself as he marched forward, giving him the chance to apologize. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're giving him a chance to do. The doctor did not take that option and continued his yelling, quote, You are a set of grand rascals. <laughs> wow. He's, he's got a, a deep bench of that time's digs. Holy shit. You did not call me a grand rascal. <laughs> you are nothing but skin and malarkey, gentlemen. And now the band Grand Rascals. Hello. Chang and Aang then started throwing things at the doctor. Okay. This included a chair, an iron, a club, a dagger, and a coffee pot full of water. Sorry, they're animated? <laughs> Just to be clear, that's quite a... Uh, well, so it's in a hotel Mel parlor. Mel Brooksian order. It's in a hotel parlor, so I assume it was sort of set up to look <laughs> like a room. How, in the amount of time you're throwing that, why not just run? Well... I'm assuming that this man's not coming off to get his cleavage signed. I think that they like to throw things at people. All right, then that's all the answer I need. I hope they're, I hope they're, you know, one's left-handed, one's right-handed. I mean, it's hard to yeah. get a good wind-up. Right, know. or you both grab the same thing. Let me throw oh. the chair. Let me throw the chair. Then the entire crowd joined in and went after the twins. Okay, interesting wrinkle. They barely escaped with their lives and were then arrested and forced uh, to pay for the damage, the- as well as a $350 fine ordered by a judge. The twins? Yeah, well, they caused the riot. They started throwing shit first. We find you guilty, guilty. We find you Asian. Guilty yeah. and guilty. And that, So that's guilty. So that's guilty here. Here, that's guilty. Hey, don't come to Alabama at this time. Nope. Or any time. Oh, sorry, Birmingham. In July 1831, they went to Linfield, Massachusetts, a small town, to take some time off and do some hunting. Okay. It would be so weird if one of them shot the other one. I'm sorry, I thought you were a dog. <laughs> I guess they're dog hunting in my story. Uh, sure, yeah, 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 for sure. My story, the dog hunting. Yeah. This was an example of how they now saw themselves as respectable gentlemen, right? So they're out doing what a respectable gentleman sport is. Right, hunting. hunting. While out shooting, two men walked up to them. The twins' assistant told the men to stay away and that if they did not, the twins would shoot them. Oh, no. So it's off to a fucked up start. Terrible start. Uh, the men uh, then dared the twins to shoot. Okay. Uh, and they refused. It sounds like the assistant was kind of jumped yeah, the gun jumped early a little bit, um, and then after they refused, the men accused the twins of being liars. The twins were not pleased at this accusation, and one of them hit one of the men on the head with the butt of his gun. Okay, so don't call them liars. They're yeah, not down with that. Well, this whole thing is very random and not going well. Then one of the men picked up a rock and hit one of the twins on the head. Oh gosh. Uh, one of the twins then shot at the man, but the gun was only full of powder. It wasn't loaded. Still very scary. Oh, fuck yeah. Scary to go through. Uh, the twins then ran off to the hotel with the plan to load their gun with a ball and come back. (laughs) Don't move for 20 minutes. Such a great picture to see two conjoined guys (laughs) running off to get a bullet. I mean... How's that not a movie? Uh, that is, if you're like at a cafe across the street, like, the hell? They're just running with a gun? This is a movie. The hell? Are they running out with a gun? Uh, so the two men ran to get the law. The next day, a magistrate convened a special court at the hotel and charged the twins with disturbing the peace. This time, they had to pay a fine of $200. Okay. So they're tempers. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. 
I don't know why they would be so angry. Well, look, they're they're kid celebrities. I mean, what's wrong with your life? Everyone's yeah, no, this is like this is the different strokesing of the curiosities of the 1800s. Thank you. Part of the deal when the twins had agreed to go to America was that they would gain independence when they turned 21. Okay. Well, Dave, I'm shocked. I'm shocked to hear that this might not happen. The twins started writing Susan Coffin in early 1832 before their birthdays in May. But she just stalled, telling them Abel would deal with it when he returned from Asia. Five months passed, and Abel still had not returned. So the twins told Susan they were separating from the coffins and going their own way. Well, Susan... Metaphorically Metaphorically, speaking, they're going... Yes. We'll be going the exact same I mean, way. No one's going to be alone. Obviously. Right? You, get the you, you know how we are. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. We can't separate ourselves. Susan called the twins liars saying they had broken their promise. The twins were pissed and gave examples of the coffin's greed and produced evidence of the agreement to let them go. And this is through letters. I mean, yeah. you think of like today, like when someone doesn't text you back for three hours, you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Like you are arguments through letters. Yeah. I mean, just how do you how do you keep your rage up for five, seven days? The slowest Twitter war ever. Oh, my God. Refresh. Refresh. Refresh! Just going to the mailbox. Refresh! Six days later, refresh! (laughs) Susan and the twins were, um, Susan said the twins were hurting the coffins financially, but the twins gave an extensive list. What? I know. They ran, the twins ran. taking all of our money that we earned from putting you on a post. And the twins ran out of ink. Uh, the twins gave an extensive list of unnecessary expenses Susan and her husband had claimed on the England tour. The list included a large number of people and animals hired to attend to their needs, including a cook, a chambermaid, a servant, a coachman, a cleaner, a doorkeeper, a check taker, and two horses. I mean, that's a lot of quite horses. a rider. You don't need a check taker. No, the fuck's a check, a check taker? For? What's a doorkeeper for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. All right, sir, I have the door. Well, it's going to be a slow grind to 5 p.m. for me. Where's the chambermaid? My pot of piss is full. Uh, we'll take the check, please. I'll hand it to them. I'm the check taker. Uh, they also reminded Mrs. Coffin of her lavish spending. She claimed she loved them. Mm-hmm. Of course. To which they responded, a quote, they have no doubt that the number of thousand of hard earned dollars which they ha- have enabled her to spend have made her like them yeah yeah i love you money they're twins uh, twins sorry double, double peoples i love you dollars sorry money gold silver but currency let me say something uh, change give me money bank accounts money oil make it all traveler's checks Listen to me. I need the money. I love the money. I love you. Money, money, money. Uh, So after several back and forth letters in which the twins said Susan only saw them as tools for making money, the twins got their new manager, Charles Harris, to set settle their accounts with the coffins and sever ties. When Abel returned to the U.S., he was furious. Surely. He tracked them across New York State on what he called a wild goose chase. Okay. Or a double goose chase. Sure. Collins traveled the night and day and finally found them in Bath, New York. Okay. But they just told him it was over and that they were now their own men. 
Coffin gave kind up of. and left. Okay. Well, I wanted to hear it from you. <laughs> yeah. Both of your mouths. I wasn't sure if one of you was doing it and the other one didn't want it. You understand why it came. But well, we're both on board. <laughs> well, gentlemen, this sounds extremely level-headed. Good day. Good day. Good day came, to you. I came all this way to hear this simple explanation that you oddly don't want to be kept as slaves. <laughs> so. And, and treated like fruit. Just wanted to hear it from you guys. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. So, uh, Coffin told his wife, and uh, they talked for a while and, and said that now the, the twins believe they were free. That's what it was. But that's not what he told others. Okay. In Boston, he would tell acquaintances that the twins were now involved in, quote, whoring, gaming, and drinking, and that he gave them the damnedest thrashing of their lives. Ah, uh, yeah. And he said before he left them, they agreed he was right to beat them and that it was for their own good. That just, like, like that totally just sounds like the first time you've said it. Yeah. Like, 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 that's your story. Here's the worst lie I can think of. Well, they were whoring and gaming, and then I beat the shit out of both of them, and they said, you should have done that. I'm a bad man, So they said. There's no respect lost for me in this tale. No, sir. The twins now had to make the public understand they were no longer slaves. Because race was the most important thing at this time, <sighs> Chang and Ng were quick to place themselves above people of color. Sure. Well, it's good to see that they've absorbed America. Yep. They published letters in newspapers that emphasized their relationships with the royalty of Europe, their success as duck and egg traders. You don't understand how many eggs we had. You have no idea what we did on that river. It's we were the best so duck many and egg ducks. traders in China. So many, I am. Sorry. So many ducks. Uh, and they uh, they pushed their Chinese heritage, which meant they weren't just common Siamese. Right. The Chinese were seen uh, as above the Siamese, who were considered smaller and darker in color. But even with their PR push. Even with what? Their PR push. Uh-huh. They could not achieve equality in a racially divided North. Okay. So in the North, there's all these, you know, black people who escape. It's, and then they're competing for jobs, so it's a lot more tense. So As opposed to the South, where you're a slave or you're a white guy. So they, the smarter move would have been to go South. For them, yeah. For them, right. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Because they could at least then be like, we have slaves too. And they'd be like, you're not so bad. Right. Okay. So they decided to head to the South, where uh, <laughs> they decided to retire at the age of 28. Okay. Sure. So it's uh, 1839. They chose Wilkes County, North Carolina, because they liked the countryside and had toured there. They wanted to create lives for themselves as proper Southern... The mother ever get enclosure on any of this? No, we never hear from her again. Okay. She got her 500. Yeah. In the South, uh, with slavery and a lack of diversity uh, that was causing strains in the North, there was an order to things, and that meant they could position themselves in terms of class and race. Man. They did this through uh, connections uh, with the establishment. Chang and Ng had been invited to Wilkes by a doctor they had met while touring. He introduced them to the county's most prominent families, and soon they were positioned as respectable gentlemen. Okay. Uh, uh, Larry, I'd like you to meet my two uh, yellow friends who are connected in the middle. Well, nice to meet both y'all. 
Larry's a dentist. That's right. Hey, what do you guys think of black people? Don't like. All right. Well, you're going to fit in fine here. They had uh, a reported 60000 in savings. Okay. That's, that's Pretty good. Dees. Their manager, Charles Harris, also settled in Wilkes and married the daughter of a prominent local man, which also helped their cause. Okay. The twins got U.S. citizenship. That is... Astounding? Shocking and yet not shocking. <laughs> they were two of the first Asian people to do so in America and were allowed to because there were no Asian people and few immigrants in Wilkes County, which meant prejudices against Asians had not yet formed. It's so crazy. Well, since they're the first ones and they're connected, I don't know whether to hate them or not. It's going to take my brain a couple years to stereotype you. Because you're not black. Which I like. You're not white, which I find confusing. And you're stuck together. Which is just kind of an X factor for me. Yeah, I like to I like to watch you hop. <sighs> yeah, there's just some guy who was like, don't know whether to hug or beat. Okay, I'll, I'll hug one and beat the other. Fair. Uh, so citizenship before the 1870s was decided by counties, not national laws. <laughs> Wait. A county would decide whether or not you could be you would be a citizen. <laughs> okay. Wow. Sounds yeah. a lot easier. And these guys weren't black. Uh, they chose a new last name. Uh, Bunker. Okay. Sure. 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 <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Look, North Carolina. I mean, why wouldn't you? North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Bunker. That is just playing right into the hand of Whitey. Uh, Chang and Ng bought 150 acres besides Little Sandy Creek in Trap Hill and built a house. Okay. They set up a dry goods shop for a short time, which even further cemented their place in the community. They had an elegant house with dormer windows and parlors that put them in a higher social order above many of their neighbors. So they built the fancy fucking sure. shit house or whatever it is. They also ate with a knife and fork instead of a spoon. Oh. As was normal in the South. Sure. But, okay. Didn't realize most people were just spooning the steaks. Better than you. Cut, cut, cut. Eat, eat, eat. So other people are just using spoons all the time? I think that I think that people... Oh, shit. The way this is written, I should have checked because it is a little ambiguous. So it could be that people in the North eat with, eat, eat with a knife and fork and in the South they use a spoon. Yeah, it must be that they <laughs> again. There's just so many things that you would just you would just love to see the moment of first like somebody for the first time saw a knife and fork after using a spoon for like forty years. How the hell you put it in your mouth? What the hell is both of them? Why are there little slats in that spoon? It's like I'm looking at the spoon's parents. They had uh, special furniture made, including a large chair, which they had to. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine the nightmare of these guys trying to sit down? Well, they were probably just sick of, like, you know, those little patio swing chairs. They're like, that's oh, all we sit in. The worst. And as they saw themselves getting married, they had a double-double bed made. So. A double-double. Uh, just the. Like an In-N-Out burger. What well, sounds like those wives are going to get the In and Out burger? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> huh? Wait, did you perv out and then I perv too? I think so. Whoops. We don't want to do the double perv. But despite all their inroads and success in the county. So there's just women who have just been, they're like, yep. No, not yet. 
Oh, they 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 don't have wives. No, no, they made. A they bought double. the beds. They're manifesting. It's, it's the secret. That's right. It is the secret. Okay. Uh, they were very lonely. Okay. Let's... They were now in their late twenties and hadn't been with any women, uh, and they became determined to start families. Okay. It is believed they first met sisters Adelaide and Sarah Yates at a wedding. Adelaide. The four kept meeting each other's eyes until Chang and Ng finally walked over. <laughs> oh man. The, like, the, like, pep talking between, you know, like, guys have pep, like, go over there, talk to Just her. Just go say something. You know, but, like, between those two. Hey, I'll be right here. No, dude, you gotta come with me. No, I'll... All right, what should we do? Okay. What's the angle? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll do, you, you do old friend, I'll do new in town. Okay. Wait, no, 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 no. We the can... skin, the skin, the skin. Okay, all right, let's do, um, we are. I know, we took an Uber here together. No, 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 that, no, that's not gonna work. Uh, okay, uh. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. We, we, we met, yep. we met mm-hmm. when we were born and we're Siamese twins who are miserably lonely and have oh. weird beds to uh, fornicate in. Uh-huh. Go. Uh-huh. Oh, they, they're staring at us because, not because they're attracted to us, because, but because we're freaks. All right. How's my breath? Go. <gasps> uh, so Ing, they walk over and Ink says, quote, you ready? Oh, boy. My brother would like to get married today. Do you know anyone available? <laughs> wow, they really are. They are. That's like... It's a strong pickup line. <laughs> but it's also like... Well, from a quadruped, that's terrifying. But it's it's like the... It's kind of like the sleazy move of like, Hey, my friend over there would like to buy you a drink. But oh. since you can't do it, like since you're conjoined and you're limited, you have to be like, Hey, my brother over here and I were talking. <laughs> we don't share a brain, to be clear. And, uh... Uh, Adelaide was tall and pretty. Sarah was shorter and portly. Chang and Adelaide fell in love while Ang and Sarah tolerated each other, <laughs> but weren't instantly in love. Wait. So the, the hot one and Chang fall in love. Right away. And then the other two are like, all right. So they just kind of are like, meh. Yeah, Ang's it's like, a numbers right, thing. I'll, I'll fuck the unattractive one. I guess he just doesn't know that he can marry outside of... Or he just wants siblings. He just wants some action. Okay. Um, so uh, the problem was Chang's romance couldn't go forward unless Sarah and Ings evolved oh, into the this, same level. They, how many different stories are in this one insane story? Well, I don't know why. I don't know why they what? couldn't date women from different families. It's just awful to think that he's. <laughs> Like that, the whole like the whole life, your whole life, you share in in some version of misery or frustration with this other being attached to you. Yeah. So that if there's one thing you depend on your whole life, it's hey, my brother, you know, my brother gets it, he gets it, and then at one point, <laughs> your brother meets a hot girl, and he's like, dude, come on, take the grenade. <laughs> Don't be a dick about this, man. Be a fucking wingman. Don't be a dick about this. You'll grow to love her. That's easy to say for you. You got the smoking She's one. She's the hot one. All right, look. Mine looks like a potato. Oh, come on. They're both gorgeous. Oh, I would on. take either one. I mean that. You would take the potato. No way. I'm taking this one. We already have a thing going on. But I'm happy for you. You know? It'll be great. Okay, well, guess what? Huh? You're going to have to watch us fuck. Uh, fine. That's fine with me. It took some time. <laughs> well, I mean, that is just imagine next to each other. It's more. Than oh, next, I love it's it. More than I, just next. To I each love other. it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, 
So do you? What did, what did you say? Did you say you work? You did work, or you don't work? I forget what you were. Did you? Did did you? No, um, I was working, but then I stopped. Oh my god, I'm gonna finish. That's awesome. I was gonna. Um, what was the other thing I want to talk to you about? I'm sorry, I'm shaking so much. Yeah, sorry about that. It's hard to not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish. Oh yeah. Oh. So, hobbies. Do you? Do you have hobbies? It took some time, but after three or four years of courting the sisters and befriending the Yates family, both couples were ready to marry. Dave, it's a pyramid scheme. It's it's it, they they wore down the side brother and the potato girl. <laughs> I like that you've called her the potato. Girl. <laughs> I feel like you're referring to it now, as you'll find in the notes, potato girl. Some believe that after. <laughs> Potato girl. <laughs> I'm a potato. <laughs> Some believe that after the marriages were announced, the town went nut, that nuts. Like that's that's the common belief in in a bad way. Yeah, right. That's not true at all. The Yates sister uh, parents initially objected to the marriages because of the twins' race and and because they were connected. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're fundamental issues. But they finally relented, and on April 13th, 1843, the two couples married in a double wedding. Kind of had to do that. Yeah, no choice. No choice. Uh, This was probably one of the first legal marriages between people of European and Asian descent in America. Well, I think there's also other new trends that they're breaking. Sure. Like uh, a quadruped marrying two sisters. Correct. Marriage between uh, free black people and whites was illegal in North Carolina, but Chang and Ng were able to do it because Asian people had not yet been classified as a race. What? I mean, it's so terrible, but if in that America, you are just it, like you're in the enviable position if people haven't figured out what your race exactly means yet. Right. They don't like know. what they haven't worked their angle. They don't have their talking point yet right, on you. Right. So you're kind of in the eye of a hurricane for well, a you're moment. You're the only ones and you're and you're weird. So yeah. They're like, well, look at these guys are special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they were also American citizens, which you could only be if you were white. Right. So in the eyes of the law, they were white. Right. Even when Chinese eventually became a rash, racial racial category in the 1870s, Chang and Ng were still listed as white. Okay, all right. Local papers had mixed reactions to the marriages. The Carolina Watchman, under the headline Marriage Extraordinaire, wished for the marriage to be as happy as it will be close. That's nice. But another Southern paper asked whether the women ought to be indicted for, quote, marrying a quadruped. That's a little less nice, (laughs) less interesting. Northern papers were horrified. Abolitionist papers placed, quote, responsibility for the Union squarely on a South contaminated by the sin of slavery. Wait. Yeah. What is the North's problem? That they just didn't like the idea that a white, white... Person was marrying an Asian uh, four four footed uh, double person. So, so the, the, like the the side of like equality is like no South, you gotta hate them. And they're like, but all we do is hate. <laughs> well, why not them? Well, I guess we never thought about it. Is this some kind of a trap? I would also imagine that abolitionist papers are using. Anything they can get their hands on for PR purposes. Right. To, yeah. Right. One northern paper called the marriage bestial, 
and referred to the tolerant local residents as, quote, a community sunk below the very sodomites in lasciviousness. Wow. Yeah. All right. Now, how did it work? Well, Chang, Ng, Adelaide, and Sarah all slept together in the double-double bed. Oh, boy. I'm, like, nervous and, like, excited, and, and my palms are sweating. We all are. The sex lives of the conjoined twins concerned all of society. Sure, as it should. Some saw it as a kind of incest with the siblings involved. Well, look, nobody's going to call it normal for the sisters. It's not normal. Or the brothers. Or the brothers. Remember, they're Anybody. There. Yeah. In town, there's a lot of curiosity about how the couples actually managed to do the act. Oh, God. Imagine the idiots in bars. Oh, two guys. Just the, du- on, the dumbest. Two guys putting one shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One theory was that whenever one couple. I heard if he, if he screws her hard enough, she's going to be conjoined to his becker. Nah, I'm serious. I don't think that's true. Yeah, that can happen. Or you know what's even worse? What's that? He finishes inside the one, the sister gets pregnant with his baby! That's magic. You're talking about magic now. That's not a thing. Well, you know what is possible? Yeah. They're actually... Uh... Mm, fish? Okay. I'm sorry. I'll, that one got away from me. Even that one. I agree that one's not right. One theory was that whenever one couple was getting it on, the other couple zoned out like in a trance. Well, I I, I am genuinely curious what the angle is, too. I don't know if that would be a trance as much as it would be uh, going into horror shock. Yeah, like your safe place. Yeah. But I think we're going to get the answer here. One theory, uh, uh, while there are no details about how the couples made sweet love, the brothers' first children were born six days apart. Okay. Wow. So they are... Well, that doesn't say that they're... they're doing it at the same time. They might just be doing it a bunch. Yeah, but just think about how it works. Like, if a couple of people are fucking right there, you're not just going to lay there. No. You're going to be like, all right, let's do it too. I'm suddenly in the moon also. But they're also side by side, so everybody's touching each other. Yeah, they are. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's like (laughs) a brother-sister suit. (laughs) Like the one brother's just looking away from the... Well, potato girl, just look. Hey, quit looking at her. Sorry. Hey, sorry, sweetie. Are you looking at her again? No, I promise. Oh, huh? what? Stop looking at her. I'm not. Dude, sorry. Hey, potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another pair of kids were born eight days apart. They would go on to produce between them 21 children. Oh, my God. So... Once these guys started fucking... They didn't stop. I and mean, they were all for it. Well, yeah. But, I mean, again, like, they, they waited their whole lives. Yeah. And now they can. Making up for it. Yeah. Reporters started uh, calling in on the brothers to see what their domestic situation was. In 1845, with their growing families, the twins bought 650 acres in the next county. They built two houses on the land about a mile apart. You see the mm. problem? How how yeah, big is the how big is the skin stretched at this point? That's not a that, mile. It's not a mile. Okay. I would have built two houses with a doorway shaped like ing. <laughs> yeah. And then he would slide through, and then I'd pretend like I was in the, in my own house alone. Right, right. <laughs> you just got to switch your sleep schedules and become <laughs> deep sleepers. Uh. So. 
Oh, wait. But they built houses, uh, right? A mile apart, yep. By 1847, they had seven children and 20 slaves. Owning slaves was part of being a prominent family. I can't believe that they had family, slaves. But it's their whole... Their, their whole the, the whole act with them is we are white. We want to be accepted as, as, white as people. high-end members right. of society. Right. They, they've seen it everywhere. They've been on the other end. Right. They, they want to be... I, I yeah. want to be that. <clears throat> I'm not... It's just... I don't know why... <clears throat> yeah. I really thought they would have gone for socialism. Yeah. I mean, it is... They were um, raised in this country, essentially. Some think they built uh, two houses because the sisters fought, but it is more likely the twins wanted to carve out their separate lives. For the rest of their lives... But how? The twins would alternate between houses, spending three nights with one, white, one wife, and then three nights with the other. Wow. They stuck to the schedule religiously, so much so that on one occasion, when they were at Ing's house... One of the babies died on switch day, but they stuck to their routine and still switched to Chang's house. Well, that seems like maybe a time to bend uh, the rule. I get it. I get it. The baby died, we but just, we are on a schedule. We have. I have such day a great. Three. I have such a great okay, night plan for her. I'm reaching for the bell. I'm going to ring the bell. No, 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 no. We're ding, 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 no, no. Uh. Um, I wonder if while if while they're in the other house. The, the guy that's not married to yep. that wife just stays quiet and acts like he's not there? He probably does. I bet he does. I bet that's exactly what happens. Have to piss. Oh, he's got to pee. You only speak up for, like, functionings, like body functionings. Hungry now. Oh, he needs to eat. I didn't even think about the shitting thing. Oh, come on. Just the worst part of it all. Well, you know, I mean, at some point you were just like, I mean, you're, you're born into it. So you are probably comfortable with it to some extent. But yeah. Once you realize there's a world out there of people who aren't shitting next to their brother their whole lives, you're like, boy, that must be interesting. What do you talk about? Do you think they had a double outhouse? I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I bet they did. Well, especially if they're like joined right there, yeah. like it feels, I don't know. I bet they had a double outhouse because they're, eat- they're eating at the same time, I'm sure. <laughs> and then it all happens at the same time. Well, we have to poop. Uh, Chang and Ng became southern farmers joined at the hip. They raised cattle, sheep, pigs, and grew wheat, rye, corn, oats, and potatoes. Most of the food they made went to feeding their large families, but still, curiosity seekers would track down the twins and write about their dress, habits, routine, and families. So they're always being watched. Right? Yeah. The paparazzi are always right, there. Right. In 1849, they felt they had to go on tour again to support their growing families. Oh, boy. Yep. They went to New York with their two oldest daughters, who were both five. But the tour was a bust due to poor management. I think they brought the kids to be like, see, we're fucking. These are our things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Proof. Like when an actor has kids and he's like, I'm doing a lot more animated stuff because my kids love it. It's like, <laughs> dude, come on. Just do the good stuff. In 1853, uh, they again went on a summer tour of the North, this time with a son and daughter. They now held viewings instead of exhibitions in parlor rooms of hotels. They gave political insights, showed off their wit, English skills, and uh, their intelligent children. They were making a claim for middle-class normality, but the problem was their age was starting to show, and that disappointed the audience. What? You know, I love that. Look, they're aging. I know. They're not timeless. I know, but it's like... Yeah, like that. Like that is the attitude that gave them all the money. Was this, you know, 
stupid, weird True. level of expectation yeah. put upon them, and now that you know, now you feel the other side well, of that like, a little they bit. They were like two conjoined twins from yeah. Jackass. Yeah, yeah, now, right, now right, older, yeah, right, right. All of a sudden, Johnny Knoxville's not jumping around anymore, and people are like, I don't want to see you act. <laughs> Stand-up's kind of weird. <laughs> Next, in 1860, Chang and Ng uh, went with two sons, Patrick and Montgomery, uh, uh, in, in, to New York City to appear in P.T. Barnum's American Museum. Oh, boy. They spent a month there exhibiting themselves alongside Zip the Man Monkey, <laughs> who was a small-headed man suffering from <laughs> microcephaly, uh, which is a Zika virus type thing, so he had a tiny head, and the albino family. Uh, they even performed there for the Prince of Wales. <laughs> I mean, just even like thinking of this time, it just honestly makes sense that a man just thought he was in charge of a bunch of mammals. <laughs> I'm in charge of these animals. Look at these freaks. Those are people. Yeah. No, no. Wait. In December 1860, they went to San Francisco with their sons, but things were different there. In San Francisco, the Chinese were seen as a problem... Uh, and there was a great debate about the, quote, Chinese question. The middle class was in favor of integrating Chinese immigrants for economic benefits, but the working class resented the competition for jobs. Okay. Chang and Eng spent their lives positioning themselves favorably against other races, but in California, they were just seen as symbols of the Chinese push into the state. You're coming here and taking away our white men can join jobs, Thing. This one's taken one job for twice the work. God damn it! For the exhibition, the twins sat in the middle of a hall with their sons and shook hands and talked with visitors. But for the first time in their lives, they were referred to as yellow mm. and were once again being called Orientals. Since they first came to America, the Siamese twins had been used as symbols of American unity. Right, right. In one of their very first promotional pamphlets, the cover had a bald eagle carrying a banner that read E Pluribus Unum the fr- and the phrase United We Stand. Wow. Right, I, so they're like saying that Yeah, they were they, they literally cuz they're joined, they're yeah, united. Yeah, they pu- they pushed that right. theme like the, the United States, the United Right. Dudes. Right. The United Dudes of Siam. But in now, in 1860, with the country on the verge of a civil war, it resonated. Some Americans saw their own political struggle embodied in Chang and Ng. Others saw the twins' connectedness as an argument for the Union, while others used it to say the Union of the States was monstrous and unnatural. Oh, good Lord. Look at them! We shouldn't be together as a country! Fucking look at them! I, you just can't win. You're like, no, no you're all wrong. We don't mean... We're just... It's just a like a, a cartilage. Like a weird thing that happened in the womb. It's gristle. So... Guys. The New York Tribune report... A New York Tribune report claimed that Chang and Ng were themselves split politically. Oh, my... No. It said Chang was a secessionist and he painted their connecting ligament black to symbolize the importance of wow. slavery to the union. Wow. <laughs> what? When Eng demanded the bait be removed, Chang demanded to be separated from his brother. What? So he's a successionist for himself. The report claimed that Dr. Lincoln was brought in and said what? that surgery... Not that Dr. Lincoln. No, but still, it doesn't matter who Lincoln. No, it's a really... They're really taking a stretch. I mean, this is... 
that Dr. Lincoln was brought in and said that the surgery would be dangerous for both parties and that the union must and shall be preserved. Uh, the twins were just pure propaganda pieces at this point. Oh, my God. They took it to a next level when they disagreed yeah. politically. We sit on different sides of the aisle on the same bench. When it looked like the Civil War was about to start, the twins hurried back to North Carolina. Their plantations were some of the richest in Surrey County. During the war, their estates grew, mostly in slave holdings. <laughs> Eng brought five more slaves. Uh, Cheng sold one, and so they had a total of ten. I love that during the war, they're like, I, we should keep buying. Keep people. buying. Buy. And that the slaves must have been like, oh, thank God. I was starting to think it was going to be a white man. Get to work! Excuse me? Double the whips! Yeah. Each twin uh, had a son fighting in the war who both survived. But the war was the twins' undoing. Emancipation, decreased property values, and investments in Confederate currency destroyed their finances. Wow. I mean, why would you buy yeah. into it? Yeah. The only chance they had was to tour once again. They planned another tour. The We Need Money Tour. Yeah. Hey, let's do this. We yeah. don't want to, but... <laughs> <laughs> They planned another tour of northern states, which uh, were much better off than southern states. The first notices appeared in Boston and New York papers on August the 1st, 1865. They described the devastating effect of the war on the twins' family, but left out the part about the twins being slave owners. <laughs> they presented themselves as family men who had been caught up in the war. Why, what do we know? Yeah, we're just simple twins. But the North was not interested in their sob story and attacked them for being lazy Siamese slave owners who were just exploiting their own deformity for cash. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. right. Yeah, it, yeah it's the, but it's the system they were brought into. No, nothing has changed. Yeah, it's just the perspective. It's just like... The perspective has changed, but they're the same dudes. Yeah. They do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they were p portrayed as duplicitous and greedy. Now older, with gray hair, they became bitter that their life's work had been for nothing. In 1968, they accepted P.T. Barnum's proposal to travel through Europe in, in hopes that they could escape the anger of America and make some money there. This time, they took two daughters, Kate and Nanny, who were in their 20s. Barnum uh, requested, for promotional purposes that they consult with the best physicians to answer the question of whether or not they could be surgically separated. Before this, Ching and Ang categorically refused to even think about separation. But as they were becoming older, mortality was rearing its head, and they realized two linked bodies aging in different ways would be a problem. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's such a dark thought. Yeah. What if one of us dies? Right. Oh, whoa. Hey, why don't you take care of yourself a little whoa, bit better? Whoa, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep eating back fat. <laughs> Not ours. <laughs> no, yours. But no doctor could recommend the separation. And England turned out to not be the profitable place they had hoped. They also came up against the same racism and lack of sympathy in Britain as in America. Mm, British shocking. papers depicted them as old, haggard, and pitiful. Come see the old shitty twins. Yeah. In 1870, Chang and Ng and two of their sons traveled to Germany and Russia where they met the Tsar. Then, on the way back from Europe, Chang suffered a stroke. Oh, boy. He was paralyzed on his right side, which uh -huh. was the side that was connected to Ng, which is actually the perfect side. Better. Be. Yeah, that's how you would yeah. like carry an injured person. Middle. Right. Yeah, exactly. okay. 
Aang was in perfect health, but he had to wait patiently while Chang recovered. Oh my gosh. He nursed his brother and kept him in good spirits. Aang brought his brother back to good health, except for Chang's right leg, which was now of little use. Right. But we got three other ones. Whatever. Well, yeah, look, what, people are going to stare. <laughs> Ching tied up the leg in a sling and used a crutch under his left arm in order to walk. Okay. Chang then started drinking heavily. Chang did? Yeah. The guy who had a stroke. Yeah. They had recovered enough. He had recovered enough to move between the two family houses and keep their three-day policy. Okay. Then in January 1874, now this is this is a hard one to wrap your brain around. Then in January 1874, Chang came down with a cough. A doctor advised him to stay indoors and not to travel. But he ignored the advice. And despite the pleas of his brother, he rode in an open wagon with his brother to Ing's place. How? How do you I not? How, you can't know. disagree about where you're. You can't. I could hold down a, a stroke guy with one arm. Ty goes to the guy who doesn't want to go. <laughs> like, there's just. Yeah. And also in the open wagon, like. It, it's insane. Like, it he, works. you wanted to go or something. The next night, the coughing became worse, and at 4 a.m., Ng called out. His son, William, ran down. Ng said he felt very sick and asked his son to check on Chang. Uncle Chang is dead, yelled William. And Ng replied, then I am going. Oh, my God. Over the next hour, Ng had cold sweats and suffered in intense pain. He complained of a choking sensation and asked to be raised in his bed. Finally, he looked at Sarah and said, Potato, I am dying. Wait a minute. <laughs> I feel like. Angman fell into a stupor, and an hour later he died. Wow. He mostly likely died of heart failure caused by toxins entering his bloodstream from yeah. the dying shared liver. Yeah. Yeah. The deaths of Chang and Ang wasn't the end of the lunacy. The medical community believed they were owed an autopsy because they had promoted the twins with their reports. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking dicks. Never ends. But the family- we will find a way to disrespect them further. Good Lord, yes. I want to be the one to cut them in half. <laughs> but the family did not want a public autopsy. As news of the death spread, crowds started gathering outside the house, wanting one final show. Ugh. I mean, people. You, you don't. Just- this is this is not the time for an encore. No. The fam oh, encore. Oh, they're out there with lighters. All right, let's do back in black. <laughs> The family became worried someone might steal the twins' bodies. Within days of the death, the family began to receive letters from strangers offering to buy the bodies. One asked them to... Uh, Madam, this might sound a bit disruptive and strange, but I would pay top dollar for the body of your deceased husband. And his brother! So get back to me when you can. I've already spoken to your sister-in-law, the other widow. Please write me at Dr. Weirdo, P.O. Box 999. Uh, yes. Also, I would like to buy them. Please write Larry Fuckface. I know you've probably been getting a lot of strange letters, so I hope this one finds you well. I have zero interest in exhuming the body of your deceased or using them for some sort of show. I merely want to roll around with them and fornicate. Uh, nothing filthy, nothing weird, just a simple afternoon. I'd pay top dollar for that. I have one fetish. 
I've had it all my life. This is the only chance I have. Dear madam, how much to wear them as a costume? The family doctor started to advise them that it would be no disgrace to make a profit from the bodies. Ugh. The twins were stored in Really, Dr. Morals? Yeah. The twins were stored in the cellar in a tin coffin to preserve them and guarded by family members. Just how they wanted it. Yep. They remained in the cellar for over two weeks. Ugh. And the whole time, a group of doctors and biz- businessmen tried to talk the family into selling. Ugh. They were offered as much as $10,000. Finally, a deal was made. The twins would be embalmed and taken to Philadelphia to undergo an autopsy at the College of Physicians. The contract stated that the connecting band could only be cut from the back so as not to be visible from the front. Some commentators said this was proof the family wanted to exhibit Chang and Eng later and that they were being paid, but the family denied it. I think they were just saying they wanted yeah, they them were like they're, for an they're open br- casket or just in case. <laughs> or that it's like... Maybe they wanted to hang them on a wall. Or maybe they loved them. Yeah. And then they, they were like in a really conflicted situation well, and they were just sort of like, you know what? They, they, we've never seen them apart. We, even if it sounds weird, we don't want them to be apart. Right. They didn't want it. In death, they shouldn't be. Madam, that's why my offer to have sex with them still stands. Can he go? Um, in death, any gains the twins had made as respectable Southern gentlemen that they'd worked so hard to achieve were wiped out. Newspapers referred to them as monsters, and doctors made names for themselves through sensational stories. One doctor classified the twins as belonging to, quote, the third order of double monsters. Uh, a doctor? The <laughs> third order of double monsters. What is he talking about? First, there's the first order of double monsters, and then the second order of double monsters. And they belong in the third, and here's why. Uh, their wives were criticized for selling their husbands' bodies, even though they were adamant they had received nothing. Chang's eldest daughter, Nanny, was... Oh, that's not a great defense. No, it's not. Uh, Nanny was seriously affected by her father and uncle's death, and she contracted tuberculosis and died exactly one month after them. The autopsy made and broke the careers of many young doctors. The shared liver was discovered. The interior of the band was so complex that doctors concluded that the twins could not have been separated and survived. That's the same story with Nelson. Yeah. A plaster cast was made of the body. The autopsy results were printed widely and in graphic detail, describing their skin color, genitalia, and Asian ancestry. (laughs) Cool, cool. Always good to get the genital breakdown. The twins were once again oriental curiosities. All the articles, uh, while they were alive, focused on their wit and intellect, were now forgotten. The New York Sun wrote, quote, Both were ignorant and had intelligence that scarcely rose above low cunning. Their faces were particularly repelling, yellow in hue, and closely resembling those of the Chinese cigar sellers on Chatham Street. I mean, just took everything about them. I love how it's like, I love how like we, I mean, again, I think that is, that is what the, that's what happened is white people didn't have their racist take on Asian people locked down yet, and by the time they died, we did. Yeah, and they were ready to go. It's fake news. (laughs) It's fake. Yeah. Anti-Chinese sentiment that now ran across the country influenced these depictions. The bodies were returned and buried under Eng's house, minus several internal organs, which remain to this day in the Muter Museum in Philadelphia. Don't tell anyone about it. 
After two years, for some reason, the bodies were moved to the other house and buried under the living room window. Well, they said they would switch houses every oh three God. years. Oh, my God. That's what it must have been. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Listen, a deal's a deal. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Sarah Bunker, Eng's widow, died uh, in 1892, and Adelaide Bunker, Chang's widow, died in 1917. After Adelaide died, the twins were buried again, in this time in the cemetery of the White Plains Baptist Church near Mount Airy in North Carolina. Many of the uh, twins' descendants still live in the vicinity of Mount Airy, and descendants of both brothers continue to hold joint reunions. 200 descendants, descendants reunited in Mount Airy in July 2011 for their 200th birthday. Wow. Prominent descendants include an Air Force major, as well as a Democratic nominee for governor in Florida, a president of the Union Pacific Railroad in the 40s, uh, composer Caroline Shaw, the youngest winner of the Pulitzer Prize for Music in wow. 2013. Wow. The family includes several sets of twins, though none are conjoined. The first set to be born were named Chang and Ng, and they are now 73 years old. Wow. In modern times, the twins could have easily been separated. Wow. What a little ride we just went on. We went on a double ride, my friend. Wow. That is so crazy. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's just nuts. I, You know, like, yeah, I don't know. I, You know, there's this video, there's this, I don't remember, like, what the context of it is, but it's basically this, like, tribe deep in Africa or somewhere. I've seen this. Where the, it's, it's the first time it's, this, these. It's Brazil. Brazil. So it's the first time this sort of tribe has, like, ever seen a white person. Yeah. So, you, I mean, they've really only seen each other. I mean, you know, talking like, the, I mean, this is probably what, in the 70s? But, but still like, you know, face paint, very tribal. And they see these white people and they just can't believe it. And it takes them so long to actually go up to them and quote unquote trust them, which again would probably be a huge mistake at any other time. But they like, so there is this thing where you like haven't, and I think maybe you suffer for it more like in history because we haven't gone through it enough. Now it feels like we accept things a lot faster. Yeah. But then like you're just your brain couldn't believe it. Yeah, it like, and so it just hell? took you so long to and if you're if you're you know like like how Enjoy. our history is, yeah. Like obviously at some point we're going like the the trend of our culture will turn against them and be vicious towards yeah. them and mean, but you know, they kind of thrived in that really interesting gray area. Yeah, it was a super weird time yeah. for them to be conjoined twins from Siam. God, I would just, uh, literally the only, th- I would just, I would just love to know the sex policy. That's it. Yeah, I mean, and, and but it's funny, that's, this, they are why conjoined twins were called Siamese twins right, for so for long. Right, for so long, right. And now, Crazy. And now they're called uh, 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 bros. Yep, lifetime bros. Lifetime bros. We sign twins. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, 
fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.